Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, May 2nd. Let's jump into today's top stories. Vanderbilt has reached its $300 million goal for the ongoing Vandy United campaign. Commodore's AD Candice Lee said, as the university launches the comprehensive and transformational Dare to Grow campaign, I'm excited for athletics to keep leading the way. Even as we see the future begin to take shape around us, the next chapter of Vandy United only strengthens our commitment to creating the best student-athlete and fan experience in college sports. Vandy United's next phase will feature more facilities and operational enhancements, including a major announcement coming soon about enhancements to Hawkins Field. The national four-year academic progress rate held steady at 984, the NCA has announced. Baseball remained at 977, football fell by two points to 962 and men's basketball, 967, and women's basketball, 982, decreased by one point year over year. Meanwhile, over 20,700 student-athletes have returned to school to earn their degrees since 2004. For football, baseball, and men's and women's basketball, more than 10,657 former student-athletes have earned degrees. The 2024 college football playoff will start on Friday, December 20 with one home-site game, followed by three home-site matchups on December 21. The quarterfinals will take place on December 31, Fiesta Bowl, and January 1, Peach Bowl, Rose Bowl and Sugar Bowl, followed by the semifinals on January 9, Orange Bowl, and January 10, Cotton Bowl. The championship game is set for January 20. The 2025 format follows the same format, obviously with the bowl games shuffling for the quarterfinals and semifinals. The championship game will take place on January 19. As noted by Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger and others, there will be conflicts with the NFL in those Saturday time slots, which is one reason why officials are considering moving up the season and starting on week zero. John Carroll selects LSU Associate AD-GM of Football and JCU Alan Brian Polian as its next AD. JCU President Alan Mysiak said, I am pleased to welcome Brian Polian back to John Carroll University as the next leader of our athletic department, and an impactful partner for our faculty, staff, coaches, and leadership team. Brian's experience at Division I level and his understanding of our institutional mission will add another layer of excellence to our inspired future strategy that focuses on academic rigor, experiential opportunities including highly competitive athletics, and personal formation for our students. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards appears unmoved by LSU women's basketball head coach Kim Mulkey's call for a new arena to replace the Pete Maravich Assembly Center, saying, I don't blame a basketball coach for wanting the best basketball arena. I will tell you for me the biggest priority would be a new library. There is a lot of funding for higher ed, deferred maintenance, to fix buildings that really need to be fixed and do new work on college campuses. Edwards is asking legislators for $3.2 million in funding for the planning and architecture work of a new library, which LSU estimates would cost around $152 million. More from the Bayou as Louisiana Gaming Control Board Chairman Ronnie Johns says the board received word on Friday about suspicious betting activity regarding that night's LSU-Alabama baseball game, but notes there is no reason to believe LSU was involved, nor was there cause to limit betting on college baseball in the state. Johns noted, there were a couple of bets made in Cincinnati, Ohio. One was on a parley which involved the LSU-Alabama game, and then there was another straight-up money line bet. I was told it was a large bet that involved LSU-Alabama. 
ESPN reported the bets occurred at the BetMGM Sportsbook in Great American Ballpark, and Johns says both bets were on LSU to win the game. That in itself indicates that there's definitely no suspicious activity on the part of LSU. You don't typically suspect the team that was picked to win the game. The problem would have been whether someone on the Alabama side was suspicious of activity. And look, just because it was a suspicious activity doesn't necessarily mean there was any kind of illegal activity. Minnesota Governor Tim Walls indicates he will sign any sports gambling bill endorsed by the state's tribes. Currently, a bill introduced by Democratic Representative Zach Stevenson has tribal support. Stevenson said, we have a robust black market here. People just use shady websites, digital workarounds, and other means to place bets. That's what this bill is about, creating a legal marketplace that will displace that illicit market, and in doing so provide consumer protection and ensure the integrity of the game and limit money laundering and other illegal activity. Stevenson also referenced the increasing number of states around Minnesota who have legalized sports betting, saying, no Minnesotan should have to go to Iowa to have fun. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, May 2nd. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.